Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to our GYST podcast, where we help you get your together. All right. Welcome, everybody. Uh, this is our, what is this, number four now? Yeah, I believe so, four. Wow. Yeah. Okay. They said it couldn't be done. <laughs> <laughs> and here we are. <laughs> So this is uh, podcast number four, and uh, this is a special occasion. We actually have a very special guest in our studio slash one of my bedrooms. Um, <laughs> so for those of you who are longtime listeners, but can we have a longtime listeners with only four of these? Yeah, among loyal, yeah. loyal listeners. Loyal, loyal. There you go. Perfect. So you will know our guest by her voice which is uh, she does the intro and outro for us. And so we are happy to welcome Robin Olson to uh, this podcast. Voice of the podcast. Nice. I like it. Cue the round of applause. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Um, So we all know Robin and she's been a huge help even putting this together with the introduction and the outros. Anything that we've ever needed, she's been like, yeah, I'm on board. Anything that I can do to help you guys. And so we thought it'd be fun to uh, have her join us for this and uh, let the audience know a little bit uh, about you, Robin. So would you mind uh, just kind of letting us know a little bit about you? Sure. Well, I'm Robin. I'm excited to be here today. Uh, I have a background in fashion design. I grew up as a little girl. Uh, just sketching on restaurant napkins and the back of church bulletins and I've always had an interest in fashion actually majored in fashion design at over at Washington State University and have done a lot of little side projects kind of making my own dresses I've actually been pretty involved in pageants the past couple of years so I've uh, designed dresses for some of the other girls and then some of my own pageant gowns and uh, just really you know always had a an interest in fashion and then was kind of trying to make that into a career uh, just through these side projects and was also working retail at a clothing boutique and basically just came to the realization that I wasn't able to support myself. I needed to find something that would sustain my lifestyle a little bit better. And so that's when I made uh, the switch into a corporate lifestyle. And so I guess today we're going to be talking a little bit about dream versus reality, uh, what you need to give up and, and when you can, when you should keep pursuing that dream, when you should sort of, you know, let reality take over. Yeah. And that's tough. I mean, I know that's something that kind of really hit home to me last time when we were talking about Mm -hmm. the nails Mm -hmm. was, you know, reality versus dreams. And and I came to the point where I kind of had to put my dreams on hold to pay the bills. But Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, Christian, I think even you were talking about this a little bit earlier, you know, you, you do something with the intent of, okay, you know, this is maybe like a year or two. And then next thing you know, it's been four or five. And Mm -hmm. so I I think that's something we can all really relate to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's tough because I think it comes down to different, different people have different paths. Right. But I think it comes down to planning and it's easy to lose focus. So like being focused, planning, um, I think are all important things. I know for myself when I've like, uh, gotten off the path, it's because I've lost focus of some sort. Right. You know, there's a couple of different 
things in my life that I thought that I was going to do and like was really excited about it and then I was able to allow a shiny thing attract <laughs> 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 my attention and then it's like I forget how important it is so I guess for me and I'm speaking for anyone else but for me was what I wanted to do really that important you know so I don't know just some kind of way to look at it but yeah so at what point do you do you look at your dreams and and see that uh the steps of the process that you need to take to to fulfill your dreams are not in line with what your current reality is. At what point is that giving up, or at what point is that planning and refocusing? Yeah, and it, it's where do you draw like, that line? Because so I was just talking to Robin yesterday. I mean, when you get to that point, it's tough. Especially, mm-hmm. I, I think it's one thing to be like, okay, I need to do this because it's it's better for my my reality, my, my future, my day-to-day living. But it, it, that moment's really tough when you realize that what was supposed to be a temporary thing in order to, to really help you propel forward with your dreams has kind of become your main thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at it, it's one thing. I almost equate dreams and reality to present versus future. So it's almost an argument or, or uh, an internal argument of do you let your present get in the way of your future? Or do you alter your present so you can achieve your desired future? Oh, yeah. Right? So if you say, my dreams are to speak in front of people in 10 different countries. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, my reality is currently preventing me from doing that. But what can I do to alter my reality, which is my present situation, that would allow me to fulfill my dreams? Is that the discussion that we have? Right? Yeah. Around ourselves? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, when I made the transition to the the new corporate job, it, yeah. I had to tell myself, "You're not quitting on your dream. You're not giving up." And I mean, even just you know, going to the grocery store and yeah. running into a friend from home. Oh, how's the fashion design thing going? Oh, you know, it's uh, kind of on the back way. burner. Edgewood. 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 Gotcha. Yeah. So not too far. Um, are you from Edgewood? Aren't you from North Carolina? Oklahoma. Yeah. Where are you from? <laughs> You're from everywhere. Right? <laughs> uh, but then it is sort of a double-edged sword because, you know, it is a huge relief to be able to have that financial stability yeah. and not come to the end of the month and run out of money. So, mm-hmm. I mean, there's good and bad things about it. Yeah. And, and that's I think that's to be said, though, right? So what... What would you need to get to your your dream is, well, right now I got to be able to pay the bills and live sufficiently so I can work on my dreams. And that makes sense completely. Absolutely. So I don't know if it's, I don't know if it means you're giving up, but if you stop taking steps to alter your, your current reality so it is in line with your dreams, then I think that's giving up. I think about like what you just shared, you know, when you run into people who just know you as that person and then they ask you mm-hmm. how that's coming along. I mean, I, I think, you know, kind of what we talked about earlier, I, we all have those kick in the pants moments and that has to be one. Mm-hmm. But then on a positive spin, if you can, if you don't mind sharing recently about, you know, the, the dress that you designed and when, when you saw it up on, you know, stage or, or TV or whatever, I mean, how did, how did that feel for you? Yeah, so one of my little side projects that I've been working on, I actually had the opportunity to design an evening gown for Miss Washington uh, to wear at the Miss America competition, which was 
couple weeks ago, September 12th in oh, awesome. Atlantic City, New Jersey. And so cool. uh, I remember the, the night after they did their preliminary competition in their evening gowns, I just was on Facebook all night, just refresh, 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 <laughs> so I could see the picture of the gown that I designed on the Miss America stage. You hadn't seen it yet. I hadn't seen it. Oh, I mean, wow. I, I, I had seen it on her, but just to see her in full hair and makeup yeah. on the stage was a really... Uh, incredible moment for me so that definitely is a fulfilling thing to do but that's huge yeah yeah that's awesome yeah. so thank you let me ask you this then like the difference I, I can tell from you and then a lot of people who have dreams um uh which is something else too actually let me let me, let me segue this the word <laughs> dream the word dream can be um a little misleading to me because um, dreams are almost like phantoms, right? There's nothing really tangible to it. Um, and a lot of people like speaking like daydreaming in a negative connotation, like, mm-hmm. oh, he's a daydreamer, or they are daydreamer. They're not really... Um, so you're, it's, to, to me, from listening to you, it's beyond a dream. Like, you're actually putting it into action. Right. And you're doing things about it. So, like, what steps do you take to um, ensure that you're constantly pursuing your goals? Like what? Like what do you? I mean, obviously you're designing, but like how right. do you, how do you stay passionate about it? Just making sure that I'm constantly being inspired mm-hmm. uh, to do my work, and you know, have that motivation to spend late nights in the sewing studio. You know, work mm-hmm. on that dress. Uh, I actually had a funny moment when I was working on this dress where I actually ran out of fabric. And the fabric store that I purchased the fabric from was in Spokane. Oh. So Eastern Washington. And I was coming down to crunch, and, um, crunch just time. just really quickly, for those who don't know, about how far away is that? Five hours, five, yeah. six hours. So. so I came to this realization. It was, I think it was a, a Friday night, and I just panicked. And I remember calling up my dad and saying, what do I do? Like, I have to have this dress done in a couple days. Um, and so my dad was like, you know what, let's just turn this into a fun little road trip. I'm going to, I'll pick you up tomorrow. We're going to drive over to Spokane. We'll get the fabric. You can come back Saturday afternoon, have all Saturday night and Sunday to finish the dress. And that's exactly what ended up happening. So thank you, dad. If you're listening, (laughs) I owe you big time. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Of course he's listening to your first podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Wow. Yeah, that's. That's huge. So that's one thing, right? You know, um, staying inspired, doing the work, making the sacrifices. Um, you do that yourself as well a lot. I mean, we talked about uh, one of my goals with the Run 365 thing is mm-hmm. I have to make those sacrifices. Today, I did get up early and run before work today, guys. Nice. 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 Yeah. I was like, I don't yeah. want to go home tonight and so, have to run at 9 o'clock at you night. You just want to fill Robin in? Oh, yeah. Um, so when I, I, I like to run. Because I like to eat cheeseburgers and drink beer. <laughs> I love it. And I don't expired want to be 300. Beer? Yeah, yeah, expired yeah. beer. <laughs> Only at Rohit's. Um, and I don't want to be quite 300 pounds, so uh, I run. One of my goals this year, I ran a marathon and several half marathons. One of my goals this year is to do a thing called Run 365, essentially a run streak, to run a mile every single day of the year. Um, so I've done that so far. I started January 1st. Um, wow. And what is it? September, what's today? 20? No. 22nd? 22nd? Yeah. yeah. So... Just a couple more months away, so I'm almost there. In the last two podcasts, I didn't plan well, so I had to run afterwards. After the podcast. And I think the first oh, okay. week or second week, it was raining pretty bad. Yeah. So I had to go home and run in the rain, which is no fun. But right. um, there's plenty of days of that coming, so 
um, yeah, you make those sacrifices, right? I know that Rohit um, sacrifices a lot of his personal time for uh, his business and also this podcast as well. Uh, if you left editing up to me, man. GY, the rest of it won't get done. The yeah, get yeah. No, that's it. Fill in the blank. Audio would be all messed up. We'd yeah. be in here recording on an iPhone. But but you know what's what's interesting and and Robin I I would love for this to happen t- for you as well. It's it's always different when you hold on to your dream, but then when you talk about your dream around other people who are like minded. I mean I'm not just necessarily saying people who who are involved in maybe the fashion industry, but even people like like us who are about forward thinking and and you know how how do you really get your sh- together? What? Still not gonna say. What was that right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not you turning on my side. Oh, <laughs> um, but you're inhibiting our goals right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I remember the very first podcast night that we recorded, Kyle and Christian. After you guys left, I was so pumped about just getting a chance to talk about personal development and being surrounded by people who are taking action that once you guys left I mean I I got a lot of work done not just on the podcast but on my other stuff as well what's going to be interesting is when you go home tonight you're going to be thinking and and replaying all this stuff and you're going to be like you know I what what else can I do today before I go to sleep to get just even an inch closer to my goal and so many times we forget to ask ourselves that it's, it's time for bed. Is there anything else that I can do to squeeze in just a little bit closer to, to my goals? So, uh, I 100% agree with that. And I think like what separates high performers, like it's kind of a buzzword right now, but it's just <laughs> yeah. people that perform at a higher level, people who are successful, people who achieve their goals uh, from other people is just that one thing right so it's one it's just doing the same thing over and over and over again it's like oh what's up Malcolm Gladwell's 10,000 hour rule was that I think he coined that if you do something for 10,000 hours and become an expert at it so it's like you know do you just keep doing it over and over and over and over again repetition repetition creates habits Um, you know habits create success so I think it's just so for me, like I love getting up in the morning and working out in the morning. And the reason why I like working out in the morning is because it fuels my day. I'm a solar power person. Like if I go to do what you did and run after this podcast, and even after clinking like some uh, <laughs> some beverages, yeah. <laughs> there's no running going on here for Christian Bell. He's not. <laughs> do not get this guy expired beer yeah no, no. like well, expired beer does not inspire so this summer not to get into like some personal things but I struggled a little bit with uh, kind of had some like uh, struggles this summer and um, uh, just as far as like how not emotional it was just like a uh, um, just th- things were a little bit tougher than normal, right? So I was just trying to sift through that, right? And um, there's some mornings I wake up and I'll just, uh, I don't feel like getting up. I just didn't, my energy level's low. I'm a pretty high energy person. So mm-hmm. for me to feel like that, just like is draining, yeah. not getting out of bed in time. I was barely getting to work. Um, and then I just like compounded, right? I go to work and then I'm like, 
I'm sluggish at work because I didn't do what I need to do to be to feel good throughout my day, you know. Mm. So in the essence, in short, what I did was I broke my habit. Like so, mm. my habit of getting up every morning, my alarm off at five thirty stopped. I started rolling to work on lunch. Then that kind of led me like because I'm um, wasting time, like getting up in the morning. I'm not making my lunch. I wasn't eating right. Like so, it's just kind of funny how like those things just compound, right? Mm-hmm. Um, especially on a podcast called Get Your Shit Together. I said, I need to get my <laughs> shit together. Like, that's like imperative. Like, Literally. Like, yeah, I was like, yeah. And, and just, you know, it started to just kind of feel better. I had some decisions I had to make this summer and like as far as like what I want to do, like life decisions, career decisions, things like that. And that's really just kind of weighing on me. Um, so as I'm, as the, the, the fog lifted, back to my routine, back to my routine, and it's almost like now I cannot not wake up in the morning and go work out. Like, that has to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, if I don't, I mean, I'm not a friendly person just because it don't feel <laughs> good. I mean, it's next, I don't feel good. Like, yeah. So now it's become a habit. So I think you take that principle and you can apply it to anything in your life, whether it be fashion, whether it be running, whether it be your business. But yeah, I, I th- ha- so habits, I think I think successful people just do the same thing over and over and over again. Um, just last point, I saw a movie. One of my favorite painters is Jean-Michel Basquiat. And like he, he was asked in this film, whether this conversation ever happened, it was a Benicio del Toro as um, uh, the basket character, um, or basket as Benicio del Toro, like, what do you have to do to become famous? And uh, he says, oh man, you gotta keep doing the same thing over again, you know what? <laughs> and then people recognize your name. He's like, and then after that, you gotta keep doing it because people expect that work out of you. But um, I think, you know, kind of, that's kind of a little bit off this off base but I think it's just that it's just people know to become successful there has to be repetition habits and patterns um so anyway yeah and just to kind of piggyback on that whole repetition thing just kind of made me think of this story about my pageant days Mm -hmm. how I um I knew I wanted to do pageants a couple years ago Uh, I wanted to make uh, scholarship money to help pay off my college loans (laughs) and uh, I just knew that it would be a fun experience. I would get to wear pretty gowns and learn about politics and uh, work on personal development, but I didn't have a talent and the talent portion in the Miss America organization is worth 35%. So it's, uh, it's worth the most and I was like shoot, what am I going to do? I don't have, you know, well, I have... You don't have to say shoot. Like, you can say it. I the can f- actually say it. Now I'm yes. getting shy. I say, <laughs> I say it during the intro, but it's bleeped out. So yeah. I don't actually say it. But, uh, so I thought, what do, what do I do? Like, how do I overcome this obstacle? I don't have a stage talent that I could present to the judges. And so I had this thought come to mind. Uh, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to... A piano teacher in Seattle, have her teach me one 90-second song, that's how long the <laughs> talent has to be, and just play the heck out of that song. You know, just learn how to play it, and no one will ever know that I don't actually play piano. <laughs> so really that's, I mean, that's exactly what I did. I went to my piano teacher. I was like, hey, uh, I've been YouTubing some piano videos. I really want to learn uh, Great Balls of Fire by Jerry Lee Lewis. Nice. Because I think that would be like a crowd pleaser. It would be really entertaining. I could get into it with my hair back and forth. And so that's what I did. About six months before the pageant, I just went over to her house every week, would go, would learn like a little, you know, a couple seconds of the song, go home, like memorize it and just get it down and then go back, learn the next couple seconds. It took me like six months to finally wow. master this song. Um but then once I actually, you know, got comfortable, did my first pageant with this song, I ended up winning the talent award at that pageant, <laughs> which 
my my parents uh, and my family they just make fun of me because they have a picture of me uh, when I when my name was called that I was the talent win- winner and I'm just like in utter and complete shock like I just I just didn't even think it could happen so I mean I guess I'm just kind of tying that into repetition mm-hmm. in order to reach your goals and for me that was a huge mm-hmm. obstacle in the pageant world for me so that's awesome yeah. yeah. You made a repetition with your goal. So Rohit's going to bring in um, a keyboard now. And then... <laughs> I can show you. I can do it for you guys. No, that's that's really cool. It, yeah, it really piggybacks on Christian's point, you know, is, is repetition. That's one thing I, I noticed throughout the year. I ran several half marathons this year, and I haven't done any real training for them other than my run treat goal. So the repetition piece. And I've gotten faster and faster every single one so far, it seems like. So, um, yeah, it kind of speaks to that same point. As you're working towards your dreams, you know, going back to reality versus dreams, if you can still do at least a little something every single day or once a week, once a month to work towards that, you know, going back on what you said, Kyle, at what point is it you're giving up on your dreams? And then you said, as long as you're still working towards them, Mm -hmm. you can, you can still have that. Mm -hmm. And so Robin, I've got a challenge for you. If you were up for it. Perfect. I am. You know, the audience, you guys know, we don't really know what we're doing with this whole podcast thing. No clue. Yeah. We make it up <laughs> as we go along. In fact, like five minutes before we even started, uh, we were talking about the the intro song and how when Robin says the, the word, what word again, fellas? What word, Shh. Rohit? Tell us. Shit. No, actually, Robin say it. Because they don't hear you say it. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Shit. What? <laughs> <laughs> Well, what if my parents listen? I don't want them to be like. Or I have little sisters. I gotta, you know, keep it. Mm -hmm. Keep it. Don't let them listen yet. (laughs) Cover their ears. Put the beep right there. Yeah. Um. (laughs) (laughs) I just saw that with Christina. Like, yeah, yeah, we should do that. (laughs) So, like, literally five minutes before we start, we were talking about whether or not we should include the beep. So we really are making this up as we go along. And so, I want to kind of put you on the spot if you were up for it. Yeah. What is one thing you can do this week to get closer to your dream? Maybe just come up with a plan. Right now, I'm just kind of going with the flow, just taking projects as they come, not really thinking about my next move. But maybe if I came up with a, okay, in one year, I want my career to look like this. In two years, I want to be here. Uh, Three years, you know, I want to be in this city or whatever. Right now, I'm just kind of... I don't know, kind of loosey-goosey with it. So maybe just being better at planning. I think there's a time and place for that. But, like, not to speak for you, you seem to have a very clear vision of what you want. Mm -hmm. So that plan for you would make sense. Like, you Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, it's just, like, when you hear someone that's, like, and for people who've not seen these dresses, they're fantastic. (laughs) Like, so it's, you know, you. we're viewing somebody right now sitting with us that has the capability of doing their dream today. So that plan, I think, is extremely important. Plans. (laughs) (laughs) Plans. So are you ready to make this even more difficult? Oh, no. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. So we talked about what is one thing that you can do this week to get closer to your dreams, right? Yeah. Robin Olson, what is one thing you can do today to get closer to your dreams. Oh my gosh, that's a little harder. It's a good question. 
What would you guys say? Buy a bunch of fabric. Buy a bunch of fabric. Yeah, I could do <laughs> Gotta do, do something with it. I have a little sewing <laughs> studio. I was just telling Christian I'm like a little old grandma. I'm That's awesome. In my sewing studio on a Saturday night. <laughs> what can I make today? I make fun of my girlfriend because she wanted to knit. Just randomly. Wanted to knit. So when we were doing the uh, Growing Forward seminar, she signed herself up for some knitting classes and learned how to knit. I was like, what are you, 70? Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much yeah. me and I'm 24 so. awesome. Awesome. <laughs> you, um, you asked for I have no clue about this world that you're in <laughs> yeah. but, but maybe today like something that you could do is look up a contact or right maybe like finding a, someone who could help mentor me mm-hmm. or a connection I feel like the mm-hmm. fashion world's all about connection who you know. kind of, yeah, yeah definitely I think this is sure. the world yeah, <laughs> yeah I think that's it. True. Uh, the reason why I'm asking is, so I uh, recently I, I flew to India, um, and on the way, whenever I fly, I always like to get a new personal development book, and this one was called um, the the one. Oh, what was it? I should go get it. But it's something like the the one great thing or the, or the one biggest thing, and it was talk about how multitasking is is really a myth, mm-hmm. you know, and and talk about how we can say we're great multitaskers, but what that really means is we're not great at doing one single thing because we're spreading ourselves. And in it, he talks about dreams and he breaks it down. So he's like, okay, what's your, what's your ultimate dream? And then what is one thing that you can do in the next 10 years to get there? What about five years, three years, one year, uh, six months, one month, and he breaks it down all the way to what is the single thing that you can do right now to get you closer to your dreams. And the more I thought about that, I mean, I think if more people thought that way, it wouldn't be so much of, am I really putting my dreams on hold for reality? Then it could really be, yeah, my dreams are always there. I'm doing this job or you know, whatever the case may be, but it's not like my dreams are on hold because right now at this very second, I'm doing this. So 10 years from now, I can do that. Well, with that being said, I wouldn't play in the NBA. I will talk to all people later. Trying to go your dreams. But yeah, no, I, I think that speaks a lot to preventing yourself from becoming discouraged. Yeah. And, and giving up, right? You, you have a plan, you have a timeline in place and you know that you're still working towards that, which I would no longer call it a dream at that point. I would call it a goal. Yep, that's oh. yeah. Because I, yeah. to me, I think that the term dream has a connotation that it's far fetched, yeah, almost unreachable. Right? Yeah. So I think at that doesn't point, seem real. I, personal prep, personal sort of uh, thinking here. I, I would, I would put that in perspective. That is that is now a goal. I'm going to reach that goal. This is a win. This is what I'm doing to meet that goal. Mm-hmm. It's no longer a dream. I think a dream is the like uh, the inception maybe like it's it's like yeah. that's when the ideas ideology like, of it yeah yeah like okay like I want to be a fashion designer and that's what I was saying for you like you've already gone down the road you're on the path so it's just like how do you fine tune it how do you make sure you stay on the path how do you stay focused how do you create the habits and how do you make the contacts everything that you know that you've discussed and 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 beyond that, that's where you are now yeah. um, you know me playing the NBA. Like, I'm still dreaming. <laughs> like, that's not going to happen. You got a nice jump shot, like, though. Oh, horrible, horrible <laughs> can't play basketball, can't dribble. I'm short. What? Like, you don't even like basketball? No, not really. Oh. <laughs> that's what makes this funny. I don't even like basketball. Yeah. So, but, but. I can do a really good, like, granny style shot. Nice. Between the legs, you know. <laughs> yeah. 
So, but yeah, like I, I totally, I totally agree with you. Like it's, um, um, I personally don't like the word dreams because I feel like when I'm talking to people and this may sound slightly judgmental, but when I'm talking to people and they're talking about like, you know, the, the, what they would love to do, those that don't, aren't really doing anything about it. They always use words such as dreaming. Do you know when anyone who's ever got their dream car? Nobody. Not one person. Nope. Jay Leno, maybe. Yeah, well, he got everybody's dream car. Him and May. Oprah just got a Tesla. Saw a picture. Yeah? Yeah. Man. <laughs> so, yeah, goals. I like that. Choice of words. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I think, Christian, you've done a great job of really speaking to what Robin's accomplishments already are. And, you know, sometimes it takes home from the outside to let us know what, what they feel about our accomplishments before we can kind of be like, you know what? Like, I, I kind of have done a lot and, and I am proud of, of being nice to her. I want a custom suit one day. You know, I mean, I'm just I'm trying to picture myself in your shoes. And if if I'm watching a, a pageant that, that I'm really connected to and, you know, I know I, I don't know how to appreciate pageants. You know, I, I just right. are I'm just not exposed to that world. Um, Christian, you come from a bit of a fashion background, so you can appreciate at least that portion of it. Yeah, design. But okay. I can't even imagine how amazing it must have felt when you see the dress that you designed being seen by millions of people all around the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just your friend and I'm super excited, you know? Yeah, I can't imagine. That'd be so cool. Yeah, and I mean, <laughs> it, it was even more special because I was, you know, pretty good friends with Lizzie. Her name's Lizzie Jackson, mm-hmm. who's Miss Washington. Uh, we competed together in one of the local pageants, and so I got to know her. She was actually the girl who uh, uh, put my butt glue on for me. That's how we bonded <laughs> and became friends. Literally. Uh, yeah, and so we, we... I'm not sure what butt glue is. It's a uh, sticky adhesive. It sticks to your, your swimsuit so that you don't get a wedgie on stage. Oh, mm. so, <laughs> I literally had very, no idea. Very important. Uh, but so we kind of became friends wow. through that local pageant. And then I saw her grow and progress and eventually win Miss Washington. And so to have that friendship with her before going to Miss America, it was pretty, pretty cool thing. That's huge. Yeah. How has this entire experience been from, for you in terms of, you know, record, doing all the voice recordings, being involved with today's podcast? Just kind of, you know, you're the first guest that we've had, so we'd just love to kind of hear about your experiences. Well, I think it's funny. I was just thinking back to uh, when Rohit came up to me and said, hey, Robin, can you, you know, say a few sentences for me? And I was like, what is this guy asking? (laughs) And I mean, now I'm here and I'm one of the guests with you guys. I think it's been really cool to see, you know, just the progression of the podcast. Uh, I'm really excited about what you guys are doing. I think it's a really cool project. Yeah. Awesome. He's really part of your team. voice over and over, though. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. It's like, yeah. That's me. It really? is kind of funny. I sound like that? Yeah. I'm so <laughs> high-pitched. <Ugh. Yeah. laughs> I'm like, man, I sound like Christian. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. like, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, I sound like Kyle. What's going on? Like, like, Who is that? Yeah. <laughs> Who is that? Earlier, we did a sound test just before the podcast, like we always do. And we just say our names, and Christian said his name, but when Rohit played it back to check the levels, I thought I said Christian's name. I was like, wait, <laughs> no, no, that was Christian's voice. That wasn't mine. <laughs> That's weird, because in real life, you two sound so different from each other. 
recorded. It's I, obviously I don't. I know what he sounds like. I think it's our tone. We have we have similar yeah tones. Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. that has nothing to do with getting shit together. It does not. <laughs> <laughs> At all. I feel like we don't say that word enough. We don't. Well, you don't. You don't. Well, I don't like. I could at least hint towards it. What? <laughs> getting your shh together. What? So what's funny is I was I was telling my sister the the name of the podcast, and she said the same thing. She's like, "Why can't you just say it?" And I'm like. I don't know. Yeah, what's wrong? I don't know. I already have an idea for merch- merchandise. Do you? Yeah. You're it's, drawing it on that. Yeah, it's going to be right its face. <laughs> what the? And it's going to have get your takeovers now. Yeah. That's awesome. Nice. The tag on the back should be designed by Robin Olsen. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that is today's podcast. And, you know, we had some great discussion on dreams versus reality uh, the the action item for this one is going to be really when when you're thinking about whatever it is that you want to achieve in life whether it's you know something as major as uh, let's just say lose a hundred pounds or or even 20 pounds you know whether it's something like that i i feel like there's a lot of people who have certain phobias or or certain restrictions that they really hold them back that to other people aren't really that big of a deal so for example speaking you know, public speaking. As as I'm walking on stage in front of thousands of people, you can tell me, okay, today I want you to talk about carpet. Done. I, could, I feel perfectly comfortable going up there and talking about on some random thing. But then there's other people who get really nervous speaking in just front of 10 people. And so it, everything's relative to, to you. You know, if, if speaking to 10 people, if, if losing five pounds is outside of your comfort zone and something that you feel like you need to work on, don't compare yourself to other people and think, you know, my goal is not really that important. Um, Kyle, you ran a marathon before. And so if my goal is to be able to run a mile under 20 minutes, which <laughs> I'm hoping I could do, the moment I look at Kyle and I'm like, well, he just ran a marathon and I'm just talking about running a mile, like, and I'm going to discredit myself, that counts against me. That That's doing more harm than good. So whatever your goal is, and whatever is important to you, just kind of like what we did with Robin, ask yourself, like, what can I do a week from now to, to start building towards that? And then what can I do today to work towards that? Just finding a mentor. Okay. Or, or just, you know, thinking of a mentor or a contact that I can reach out to, uh, whether it's on LinkedIn or just kind of thinking of somebody I know I could talk to or maybe sending an email to one of my fashion professors. I think finding people to help guide my dream is going to be key. Yeah. And someday uh, we'll all be able to say, hey, we, we met her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and here she is uh, doing our new suit. our new I think Christian really wants that because it's probably really hard for him to find a shirt that is 44 for his big buff barrel chest, but <laughs> 16 inch sleeves for his Tyrannosaurus Rex arm. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh man. And that's a wrap. <laughs> you know, like uh, one more thing. Um, I heard I heard something really interesting today. Like when people dream, it's the first and foremost is to figure out if that's even attainable. Right, so I said the the basketball thing, but I'm 
joking, but I'm being serious. Like, not about me playing basketball, but people have dreams like that. And you're like, hey, like, I, you know, I have the dream that I'm going to be the next Michael Jordan, but they're 44. Yeah. Um, that that shit <laughs> sailed, right? So, like, yeah, like, Let's be real. <laughs> like, I mean, it's hard to tell. Yeah. Get your shit together, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> Like I want, yeah, I want to be the next uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Page Hendrix. or Jimmy yeah, Hendrix. Jimmy, or Jimmy yeah. Yeah, yeah, I want to be the next, but I haven't learned how to play the guitar yet. Mm. Like yeah, I see a problem here. So uh, is it attainable, right? Once and once you set a realistic goal, which Robin has, um, and is beyond. Like again, to me, it's not. You're way beyond dream stage. Like it's this, this is something you're putting in practice. It's a goal. Then you can put these things in motion but yeah like I think that's I think that's just one big thing it's just seeing that hey setting realistic expectations for yourself people say dream for the stars reach for the stars there's nothing wrong about being grounded on planet earth and saying you know what kind of short play basketball but how, however I'm fantastic at math and I need to capitalize on that somehow I think if the best way we can summarize is you know this was really reality versus dreams but if you really think about Robin is making her dreams a reality. Mm-hmm. She is. So thank you very much for stopping by and just sharing your life with us. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So, come back. Yeah. I will. Come <laughs> <laughs> All right. And uh, so as we end this, I guess you guys are getting ready to uh, hear her voice again with the outro. Yes. So without so, further ado. Yeah. <laughs> Here's our very own Robin Olson <laughs> signing off. Thanks everyone for tuning in to our GYST podcast. We hope you learned how to get your together.